Hey there, this is Stephen Wagesback with LABI. We're going to introduce you all to a new little thing we're going to do from time to time. We're calling it our Small Business Spotlight. From time to time, we're going to send you out some photos, some videos, a little audio of small business entrepreneurs in Louisiana who have a good idea, a cool concept, and they want to turn it into a great business that can not just um, you know do well for themselves, but also serve the people of this state. And so we want to tell their stories from time to time. And so this is the first edition of our Small Business Spotlight, and it's an interesting guy who we got to meet today who has a pretty interesting product, and I think you're going to want to hear all about it. So stay tuned for our first Small Business Spotlight. Welcome. This is Stephen Wagesback, President and CEO of LABI, the Louisiana Association of Business and Industry. And I am here with a very, very interesting guy with a very, very interesting product, uh, Matt Beeson, who is the CEO and founder of Swamp Dragon Hot Sauce. Um, he's been here for about an hour or so. The entire staff here has done a taste test of his product <laughs> line. Um, few cold beers, few hot sauce. We had all the feedback there, but I got to tell you, such an interesting and awesome product. And I just thought he was so interesting. I'm like, you know what, let's get on here and do a little podcast and let folks learn more about you because it's a really cool Louisiana homegrown product that I think people need to be aware of. So Matt, thanks for coming on in. Thanks for sharing your, your good product with the staff and tell us a little bit about who you are and what is Swamp Dragon. Uh, All right. So Matt Beeson, born and raised in New Orleans. Um, So Louisiana boy, LSU grad. <clears throat> got a degree in English with a emphasis in creative writing. Nice. Um, wanted to go to law school. That didn't work out. I got there, but I didn't stay. Um, I'm a musician, and that led to eventually a, a career in the commercial audiovisual business, so a specialty subcontractor of the construction industry. Uh, so everything I'm hearing so far screams hot sauce entrepreneur. Right, right. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the New Orleans part maybe. And uh, a big, big foodie. And, you know, I like to cook when I get the chance. And always, uh, you know, love spicy cuisine. Always been a fan of it. Although not really a, like a chili, chili head or pepper head type person. Just love those complex flavors. And, of course, as a Louisiana guy, I'm born and raised on a steady diet of Tabasco and Crystal and Louisiana and all those great brands. All good Louisiana products. And look, growing up here in Louisiana, we all we all know hot sauce. We love hot sauce. Yep. Yep. What makes your product unique? What is, I mean, I know the answer to a loaded question, but what makes your product <laughs> unique? Why are you different? Well, I, um, with all love and respect to those great Louisiana brands, I'm just not a big fan of white vinegar. Mm-hmm. And they are all based in white vinegar. And at some point I was just like, why? Why is that? And I didn't really know the answer to the question, but it turns out that it's it's a preservative. It's what extends the shelf life. And so I thought maybe maybe vodka would work. It's got alcohol in it. Maybe it could be used as a preservative. And vodka as an unflavored spirit would really allow the pepper flavors to shine through instead of being drowned out by vinegar. Um, it turns out the, the idea is sound. It worked. It took me two years of, I researched it every which way I knew how, not knowing enough about food science to even ask the question intelligently. But uh, my wife, Cassie Felder, said, you need to go to LSU food sciences and ask them. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. They're right down the street. So <laughs> so I did. And um, Dr. Marvin Mancata, PhD holding food scientist, certified food scientist, said, yeah, it'll work. I don't know, why is anyone, why hasn't this never happened before? And I said, I don't know, but I think I need to start a company because it'll be very unique. You know, and I, I've I would never have done this with a, a vinegar-based hot sauce. There's too too many of them out there. And 
Is that pretty much the standard of oh, most hot sauces out there? That's, yes. that's the base? Yeah. If it's self, if they're shelf-stable, yes. And so with all the, you know, bourbon, rum, tequila, vodka, you got different versions there. Is it is it alcoholic? Is it something that's only for over 21? Is it, I mean, what's no. the deal? Well, yes and no, uh, respectively. So it, there is alcohol in it. It's 20% alcohol, but uh, it is okay for all ages. And the reasons for that are because the alcohol in the product is a functional preservative. It's not considered an adulterated food product. And the second part is it is just too spicy to drink. No one drinks hot sauce. Don't drink it. Put, so, it, on, put it on your food and enjoy it. Yeah, so, sounds, like a, <laughs> sounds like a dare that hopefully or no in one your takes. Drink. That's right. You know, I had a, a Twitter troll came at me a couple of years ago, and he was like, I've got an iron stomach. And I, don't, I said, please try it and please video it because I want to see the result. Like, <laughs> did, did he do that? No, he did not. No, he, <laughs> never heard from him again, <laughs> never, right? Never heard from him again. No one's tried in three or four years of being on the market. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, no one's tried to get a buzz. Uh, I don't think you could. I think I think the peppers would get to you before the hooch. Yeah. So, you know, the, the funny thing is, I mean, the, the you were telling some of the stories to the staff earlier, which is one of the reasons I want to talk to you. You know, the stories you were telling – Really, they're stories of any small business trying to yeah. break into a larger market, trying to you know turn a good idea into a, to a good company. You were talking about you know some of the challenges you have with you know tax code and access to capital and getting into new markets and distribution and all that stuff. Give us a little flavor, if you can, no pun intended, <laughs> of of what it's like trying to turn an idea into that. What are some of the challenges you have, and what what do you think are some of the things that you know? Because obviously here at Lobby, we're always trying to find ways to make Louisiana a more you know better business environment. What are the, some of the things that you think Louisiana could try to tweak to try to make it easier for someone like you to turn your idea into a successful, thriving business? Um, the stuff that we talked about earlier, uh, it was obvious enough. Access to capital is tough. Um, in researching, we found that something like 85% of every investment dollar that uh, goes out in our country ends up in California or New York, and the rest of the country is scrapping over you know, 15%. Yeah. And Louisiana is probably at the lower end of that. Uh, and Again, you know, in the in the food business, uh, that's a whole other. You know, people are very attracted to the idea of tech. They think they're going to be the, the next Facebook, and I'm like, well, Facebook's out there, you know. So yeah. Tabasco's out there. I didn't do another one. I did something completely different, and I would never want to compete head to head with you know one of these behemoth companies that's doing what they're doing. So we, if you're going to be a, a tech company, you got to. You better be doing something that's different. You, and know, you so. also talked about like the the, the tax code and, and how it's yep. collected here and how that's tougher. Walk through a little bit of that if you don't. Yeah, mind. so Louisiana is the only state in the union uh, that where every parish has its own sales tax and they're collected at the parish level. Every other forty nine other states, those taxes are collected by the state yep. and, and uh, doled out to their respective counties. So what this means is having a web store in particular, and this hit us hard the first year that we opened the web store. We, we opened the web store before we got on a grocery shelf anywhere. Uh, and people, you know, selling the first version of this little guy here, the Dragon Clutch. It's a little four-pack. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. This is a really cool um, label you design here. Um, and we'll make sure that we send pictures out on our social media channels. But, yeah, talk through this issue if you don't mind. Yeah, so, so that was our first product. It was that one SKU and and. We released it for the Christmas shopping season and people all over the state, I don't know, 60-something parishes, you know, people bought the stuff. And we found ourselves having to do tax returns for every one of those parishes. You know, it might have sold one unit in of oils, you know, or what, I don't know off the top of my head. But right. just by way of, it was, it's so much work. I mean, this is, it's, it's hard. When we say time is money, it's, that doesn't really... <laughs> fully apprehend how well, much time big, really is money. For a big money. company, you know, a lot of those things go into the just rounding costs that it is doing business. Yeah. But for a smaller startup like you are, 
those are those are huge issues, and it's, it, it caught my ear when you brought that up earlier talking to our staff because, you know, I don't even know if you know this. I've been on a task force. We're in the legislature trying to find a way to centralize our sales tax collection. We've been trying to convince policymakers it's time for us to go to a centralized collection because of the burdens it puts on small business and numerous forms and audit potential and all that stuff. And when you just brought it up organically, I'm like, oh, okay, th- so this is what we hear. No, it, it, and just so you know, every small business that has customers in multiple parishes tells us the exact same thing. It's it's brutal. And I th- I think that it's especially poignant for companies with web stores because, you know, I understand the reasoning from the other side of this where, the, well, if you have your, your physical location is in Orleans, you pay Orleans and that's it. Well, yeah, my physical location is not a retail location. We have a little manufacturing location here in East Baton Rouge Parish, but if I sell to some other parish, we, they require us to file sales tax. And there's how many is it? 69 total parishes in the state? I don't remember off the top. Anyway, 64. Yeah, 64. So that's a nightmare. Yeah. And when you're a small company, you don't have the resources to do that. And I imagine a lot of small companies just wing it and hope they never get audited. But God help you if you do. Not you a know. successful strategy. No. Yeah. Well, right. yeah. I mean, it's and, and we we've done everything by the book, and it's it's like it's like having a paper airplane and weighing it down with a whole bunch of lead. It's it's. It's tough to get businesses happening. It's tough to get them off the ground. And yeah. this is, I can't, I can't help but think that it's uh, a real disincentive and, and a real problem for I, th- I think you're, I think you're spot on. We hear it all the time. And we're, we're working with a host of folks. And, and to be fair, you know, local government's been on this task force. And they're there for the first time coming out and saying, hey, we know we got to fix this. And so I do think there's more energy around this issue. And so I'm hoping we can fix that next time. So access to capital, a more simplified tax system. Yep. You know, those are some of the exposure trying to get to new markets. That's one of those things. So since we're in the closing minutes of this and we're talking about exposure, this is the holiday season, people <laughs> out shopping and all that stuff. You've got a lot of products. You brought several samples in for our staff, explain it to us. There's a bourbon hot sauce, a vodka hot sauce, a rum hot sauce, a tequila hot sauce. Um, there's, am I missing one? The Uzo. Uzo. The yeah. Uzo hot sauce. Um, I think the bourbon was the big winner of our staff uh, taste test. What, what's your favorite seller. of these? Oh, Uzo is my favorite. Uzo. Uh, yeah. But I, I, you know, I love all my children See. equally. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you like that black licorice. That's good. I like it. That's good. No, Excellent. no, I don't. And people should know I don't like black licorice, but I love that Uzo hot sauce. Well, that, that knows you got a good product. There you go. But they're all delicious, fantastic. Now, where can folks find you if they're trying to get to learn more about your product or even buy it? First, thing, go, go check SwampDragonHotSauce.com. There's a store locator there. We're in hundreds of locations around the country right now, sort of widely scattered. Uh, here around the Gulf South, Rouse's and Winn-Dixie are the two big accounts, and we're in most of the, all the really good independents around town. There's too many to list, but Calvin's and um, Calandro's and Alexander's and so on. So, um, yeah, I guess that's awesome. Well, look, I, you know, just want, I wanted to introduce folks out there to, to you know, not just your product, but you as well. You're an entrepreneur in Louisiana, the type of people that we want to see be successful. So we want to tell your story. And, you know, those of you listening, we at Lobby, we're going to, over the course of the next year or two, try to tell some of these stories of people out there in Louisiana who have a good idea. They're trying to turn it into a good business. We need to support Louisiana businesses everywhere we can. So if you have capital you're looking to expend and you want to learn more about Swamp Dragon, <laughs> let us know. Or if you're just a hot sauce fan like I am and you're looking for a good product either for the holidays or for your next gumbo, check and, out, what is it, SwampDragonHotSauce.com? That's correct. And, and by the way, if you're not a hot sauce fan but you like spicy food, you're directly my target because if you don't like hot sauce but you like spicy stuff, it's probably the vinegar that's bugging you. Well, there you go. No vinegar. This is a liquor-based hot sauce, the only one in the world. Only one in the world. 
Well, we're glad we could tell your story, Matt, and glad you came in today. So thank you so much. Thank you. Um, keep us posted. Come back at some point and let us know how things are going in Swamp Dragon Land. You got it. I appreciate it. So that's a wrap. That was our first small business spotlight. Just a little quick taste of a small business entrepreneur in Louisiana trying to make a big difference. So we want to thank Matt Beeson, uh, CEO and founder of Swamp Dragon Hot Sauce, for stopping by and encourage you go check out his product. I think you'll like it and enjoy it as much as our staff seem to do. So hope everyone has a great holiday season. Uh, stay tuned for more small business spotlights. And if you get a hankering for hot sauce, go out and check out his product. Take care. <laughs>